Welcome to the Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida podcast with your host, Tim Whittemore and Stephanie Durham with the Whittemore Group. From your morning coffee to those nighttime brewskis, they are here to tell you what it's like to eat, sleep, drink, play, work, and live on the beautiful Emerald Coast. So let's get into it. Let's talk about will the Fort Walton Beach Destin housing market collapse in 2022. So let's talk about where Destin Fort Walton Beach is. If you don't know, it's actually up here in the northwest part of Florida. It's kind of in between where you see Pensacola and Panama City Beach. Boom, right there in the center. Uh, Population between the two areas is about 35,785 according to our last census. So not that big of a place, but not that small either. So what what sort of properties are in the Destin Fort Walton Beach area since we're talking about the whole housing collapse, right? Or possible collapse. Well, primarily we have condos, we've got single family homes, and we've got townhomes. There's not a whole lot of multifamily that are here in our area, unlike other markets. That's primarily what we're looking at as far as residential housing. So let's talk about the last year's statistics in 2021. Uh, Our single family homes, our median price was around 365,000. Now that was high all the way up to six mil, and low down to 65,000. Now let's look at the condos. Median for condos was 415,000, a high up to 2.8 million, and a low of about 35,000. And we'll look at townhomes, or we'll just consider them attached homes. The median price for that was around 239,950. That's a high all the way up to 3.6 mil and a low of 82,440. It's pretty specific, huh? Okay, so what did we see in 2021? All right, well, let's, let's get into and recap what the havoc was for 2021. All right, low interest rates is what we saw. Typically seeing the low, low interest rates that we had seen over the past few years, keeping them low, artificially low from our government and still keeping the buyers and um, the ability for buyers to purchase super, super high. All right. But because of that, and we had such a high demand, uh, we have very low inventory. It's a third of what I remember seeing two, three years ago when I look into our multiple listing service or MLS. You're not familiar with what that is. That's everything and anything listed by a real estate agent that's going to be in the multiple listing um, multiple listing service MLS assistance. <laughs> um, so what we saw was typically pretty low inventory. So what happened? Madness in the market, right? We were seeing multiple offers, contracts under seven days on average in the market, on average. And those are the ones that put them super, super high, right? Our statistics were showing for single family homes at the average. The average that people were getting from the price that they put on there, even though it was super high, to the price that they actually got was 100%. 100%? I don't think the statistics actually went up that high. I think it just capped out. Because what, what did we see? Here's a good example. So I'd have a buyer that really wanted a house that was pre-approved up to, we'll say, 380000 You find a house and it's 380000 okay? And they go ahead and put in an offer, multiple bids come in, and they have it as is, no contingencies other than financing, and boom, lose every single time. Same sort of buyer comes in, finds something for three, 
50 that meets our criteria, and now we're in multiple offers. Here's what was typically winning, is that we had to go 20, sometimes 30, thousand dollars with an escalation clause. If you're not familiar with what an escalation clause is, it says, hey, I'll pay a thousand dollars more, or whatever, more than the competing offer, not to exceed 20, 30 thousand dollars over what the original list price was, okay? And everybody started doing this, right? They were, and they were doing as is, you know, only contingencies upon the loan. So whether that was FHA or VA or something like that. In our market, we have a lot of VA buyers. So that's not really a big um, detraction from actually winning the, these offers. So we would put that in and even those were still losing. So what we had to do was actually take it down to say, hey, because we as, we as listing agents, most of us are gonna go through and give a seller a comparative market analysis to let you know what the market will support for the purchase of your price. So say this house was going to be worth 360 based on your estimates, an appraiser is probably gonna agree with you most of the time and say, yeah, it's only worth 360. But now we went to an escalation clause and now we're 10, 20, sometimes $30,000 over what the original list price was. Is that really gonna appraise? Probably not. Probably not at all. So uh, the seller's agents or listing agents were figuring out, hey, well, I mean, this is no better than the other one if it's gonna be contingent upon financing. So obviously cash offers were the ones that were winning and what they ended up doing is having to put in an appraisal gap. So saying that, hey, we're agreeing to pay X amount, but if it only appraises to this, we'll pay 3,000, dollars $7,000 over whatever the appraised value is. And that, my friends, is what was actually winning. Insanity, right? Unbelievable. But anyway, that was our market. What did we see for appreciation? Appreciation nationwide was about 12%. And you're like, that's just a statistic, Tim. What does that even mean? Well, 12%, typically our market here in the United States goes from about three to 4% per year in appreciation over time. Just look at the statistics since they started tracking these things, and that's been the average appreciation. 12%, what? <laughs> Here in the state of Florida, it was 28% in appreciation in one year, 28%, that's insanity. All right, now our area wasn't quite that crazy. We saw anywhere between nine to 14% in appreciation, depending on the area and what type of uh, home that you were looking at. But still, 9% comparatively to to three to four is is quite insane. So we, we as a smart listings agent started to go ahead and price those properties based on those appreciations. And here we go. Now we saw that the housing values are going up. The great part about this is that we would list it. We'll say, we're gonna use those numbers from before. We'd list at 360. We'd go through, we'd get something, maybe it fell through because of financing. And 30 days later, there's two other comps that pumped up. And now you saw that one at 360 is now worth 38. So we've been putting those up there and people are going, why did it go up that much? Because these comps are coming in and it's just been ridiculous. Okay, so what are we expecting to see for 2022? All right, so here we go. Based off of our research and what the experts have told us, the interest rates are gonna be on the rise. They're on the rise right now. And as the day of this video is in February of 2020, we're seeing interest rates starting to go up. We started seeing them go up towards the end of 2021. However, we're looking at Q3, quarter three, that we're gonna see at least a point going up. That's what the experts are saying as far as um, 
what the interest rates are going to be doing. However, word on the street <laughs> is that July is when we're going to start seeing that. So it could be as early as July or Q3. It's right around that same time. We're going to start seeing inventory increase. And that just makes sense. As your interest rates continue to climb, the value and the ability for buyers to actually go out there will decrease. It typically does. So that being said, there's not as many buyers. We're gonna see it slowing down. We'll probably see the average days on market uh, increase to 30 days or more. Now we did start seeing that as we got towards the November, December of 2021. And as soon as January hit off, kind of went crazy again, and then it's starting to settle down. But we are getting into the spring and we know that that's usually the hot season across the board across the United States as the spring season to sell some homes and buy, purchase some homes. But we're going to see days on market go up. Appreciation, according to our research of real trends, we're going to see appreciation slow from our 12% or 9%, at least in the Destin market. Uh, they're expecting nationwide that it's going to go down to about 5.82% in 2022. Now, this is going to continually stabilize as appreciation set down to 3.94 in 2023, 3.56% in 2024, and 3.55% in 2025. So these are the statistics. You can look these up. Uh, we got these from realtrends.com and uh, you can see their justification on that as well. All right, next is we're going to start to see more and more people move to Florida, uh, mainly just due to politics and COVID. Sorry guys, but that's just the reality. People are tired of some of the ridiculousness going on all throughout the continental United States. All right, so people have been moving uh, back this way and Florida just seems to be the, the, their version of a beacon of freedom. Well, we love living here. We'd love to have you guys come in. Please come and enjoy it. But for, for you anticipating, yes, we're gonna to start to see more people come in here. Of course, driving those prices up and, and driving demand up. Now, you're also going to see restriction on, and we already are seeing, restriction on loan requirements. Uh, get, just get more stringent, meaning it's gonna be harder to get financing if you don't have that ideal credit or debt to income ratio. So it's a little bit harder for them to go ahead and give those loans out. So if you're worried, like in the 2005 and that big drop in 2007, was because the banks were giving out subprime loans. And if you don't know what that is, the easiest way to explain it is that somebody that didn't deserve to get a loan got a loan, okay? And then when they called them in, they couldn't afford it, right? And that just allowed the whole thing to collapse, all right? If you haven't seen the movie The Big Short, I totally suggest that you watch it. Very entertaining movie, but it does kind of describe the whole thing, why the whole thing collapsed in the housing market back in 2007. So, anyway, with that being said, what are we expecting? All right, overall, we are going to expect a deflation, not a collapse. What I mean by that is, yeah, we did get quite the inflation of the market. Nobody's denying that. It's going to deflate, but it's not going to collapse in on itself. So if you're sitting around waiting for the market to go back down to get better prices, it's the wrong strategy. Values are gonna to continue to climb. They're just not gonna climb at the same rate that they were before. Other thing to consider is inflation is at 7% currently. And interest rates are still relatively low. And real estate is appreciated. So my suggestion to you, is to go ahead and make sure that your money is in real estate now, all right? 
as the value of your money is depreciating, put it in while your value of your money is still good. And as long as you have it in real estate, you have an appreciating asset, regardless of what the inflation does, it's gonna put you in a good spot. That's all we got for today. To learn more about Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure you check them out and subscribe to their YouTube channel, Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. And make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. If you are thinking about moving, relocating, or investing in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, or anywhere between Pensacola and Panama City Beach, Make sure to give them a call, send them a text or email because they have your back when moving to the Emerald Coast of Florida.